page. You about to kick your bitch? You can sell this for a million dollars because I'm gonna be famous. So when in doubt, you just crank? Most girls on the planet look like this. Did you flip a switch and erase me from your memory? You just walked out on a date with one of the grossest, coolest girls for your mom's past the sauce. You gave me a social disease. Face the lines up. Hello fellow Degrassholes and welcome to Last Shift at the Dot. Here we'll talk through Degrassi, the next generation from beginning to end. We're going to talk about the characters, the episodes, and the drama. We're going to give you what you came for. Who here is ready for whatever it takes? I know I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready. Ready as hell. Today I will be going into uh, the season premiere of uh, season two, and it introduces an uh, iconic iconic character named Craig. So it's an introduction to him, and like soon as Degrassi goes on, I would say that he's probably one of the most iconic characters. But before that, we're each gonna um, go around and introduce ourselves and let you know what Degrassi character we are feeling like this past week or so. I feel like it's been a while since we've seen each other so <laughs> we'll see <laughs> who wants to start yeah I, i'll go first um i'm perino yeah, that's my real name and um i actually this week feel a lot like angie um mostly because I'm, I'm definitely saying the wrong things in front of people who shouldn't be hearing these things and definitely contributing more to to problems and um also things are just happening to me that i have no control over and uh there is a dinosaur biting my brother or whatever oh my god uh-oh intense yeah i feel Bro. that though saying like the wrong thing because she was saying all kinds of just blabbing no look the money's right here see look <laughs> we're going away we're running away <laughs> the whole story shut your mouth girl and yeah he did say that but like joey yeah i was like you think he's gonna bring her that's like hella far-fetched <laughs> that you would actually do that i guess i'll go next um i'm stefan and i'm really feeling like spike on her birthday because i'm in the mood for a barbecue like maybe it's just the summer vibe but i am really in the mood for a barbecue you know <laughs> me too maybe we should have a have a barbecue oh i'd love that some some uh, hot dogs on the grill some burgers joey jeremiah's exploits why not (laughs) oh yeah you definitely have to do that how about you morgan hi everyone yes i am morgan um today i'm actually probably I'm feeling like I, uh, I'm gonna say Fiona. I wasn't gonna say Fiona, but I'm saying Fiona. Um, but I'm feeling like recovering Fiona. So right now I am trying my best to reduce the amount of alcohol I have during the week. So I have made a crafty little zero alcohol gin and tonic, but with actually with real zero alcohol gin. So it tastes like gin. It just doesn't have alcohol in it. I was going to ask, it actually tastes like gin. I've tried yeah, it. Hmm. It's good. It's, hmm. uh, have you heard of Monday? I remember Natasha and I once tried, um, what was it? It was PBR zero. Mm-hmm. PBR isn't worth it like with alcohol. It, it did not taste as one would expect. It, it was it was rough. And that other one that starts with an E. Was it like, was it worse than O'Doul's? No, that holds a special place in my heart for being the worst. I've never tried O'Doul's. Uh, I'm like, no. That drink looks good. You have cranberry in there right yeah frozen cranberries it's uh two shots of the gin um two shots of tonic a little bit of lime and seltzer and it, it actually has a nice little bite so it's not like i can drink it back i have to sip it because it's it's a lot of juniper in there nice. i like that i thought we were all gonna choose someone from this episode somehow mm. because i was feeling like joey i feel like i've been feeling like joey jeremiah in this episode the day's busy but all of a sudden there's so much other things that need to be done and i was like i thought i was thought i could chill for like two seconds but alas i'm running around so that's why when we were chatting about the episode i was like i really hope he took a bubble bath <laughs> after he found craig <laughs> yeah i'm sure he was stressed oh but anyway the name of this episode is when doves cry and as a premiere it does talk about craig it starts off right off the bat this uh a new character but we're not quite sure that that's what's gonna happen because it's kind of just looks like a stranger taking pictures through a fence of joey and angie his daughter so it's a little off the vibes i think like seeing that and i was like who is this john mayer looking kid but anyway but yeah no offense to john mayer either you could be on this show too man yeah yeah sure we'll bring you on whatever but did you guys <laughs> notice that like i didn't realize this nina had to point it out to me that that was emma babysitting angie like I, I didn't make that connection i'm like wait so it's joey emma and angie and then this dude taking creepy photos of a little girl in a park and it's like oh where are we going with this are we topping oh. jordan uh. also i'd just like to make a note that our fifth unfortunately isn't feeling well nina so we're feeling you in spirit and by spirit i mean spirits because drinking 
but this one this one goes out to you nina pouring this one out for you but also why does joey need a babysitter for angie if he's there (laughs) yeah that i mean people have nannies all the time dude (laughs) i wouldn't want to watch her maybe um emma's mom though was like hey can can emma come along with you because she wanted him out of the house because archie's coming over oh 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 yes yeah i I thought maybe he like came from work and was like oh i'll meet you at the park at this time and then like emma was just like lingering around being nosy when she could have gone home by then that's not a bad point because she does a lot of that nosy lingering. she was probably like giving him like parenting advice yeah has she had dinner yet why are you letting her have bubble gum like probably just like up his ass with that shit like you should be giving her vegetables and not craft dinner did you compost that did you compost that are you sure you compost gm foods (laughs) (laughs) this has red dye 40 or whatever it's called but i think is this the first time that we um see angie too like i think we know that joey has a a child but we've never met her so it's just this random kid of this episode yeah Mm. did he mention her in the pilot or did he just mention his dead wife i think he mentioned her name yeah he said single father i could be making that up yeah but not big Ange. this is a little baby baby Ange. (laughs) and this like scene like this intro is kind of just filmed very weird it's like this airy fairy feeling and then it goes to like um whatchamacallit it goes to craig going at home and his dad is like sitting in their dark house at the dinner table and you know craig's excited he's like hey dad you know the lighting is great he did not say that he's taking pictures of you know of random people and um so we are introduced to craig's dad who is uh dr manning dr manning is like not amused he doesn't care that craig had a great day and the lighting was good he was supposed to be home by six for dinner so Okay, am I the only one who's like, is just me to six feel early for dinner? It's pretty early. But but he wants it he wants it on early routine. Family time. It's when he's ready to eat, not when Craig's hungry. <laughs> I'm assuming. Also, he's a he's a surgeon, and they don't come home at six for dinner. He's Maybe. not doing anything. No, he's, around. he's always early and. And also, this is the only time. This is my, only on TV. Do I ever actually see anyone use an electric carver for meat? Yeah, <laughs> I will say up until he takes that tray and chucks it at the wall. I was like, this guy is so cool. And I mean, like, Dr. Manning was perfectly cast. And I will have you guys know, I found out that the actor is in two punk bands. And at the time, he was in two punk bands. Just so cool. Like, one of his videos is him, like, waking up in a prison and realizing he's in prison. I mean, what a great casting. Does he look hot in them? I feel like he kind of gives that energy. I mean, his hair is gone, but he's still really hot, bald, so it's fine. I mean, honestly, Craig's dad is really attractive. He really is. Abusive. He could kind of get it. Yeah, he was giving me, yeah. Up until they reveal what we're about to talk about, he's a very attractive surgeon. I was like, hmm. drives a cool car. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, like if we could get rid of his personality and just keep the look, tap that. <laughs> um, he like, he definitely ran the tight ship. Craig's like, I'll never be late again. So now we get to what we're all waiting for. What are all our other Degrassi characters up to on this first day of school? Degrassi has merged with a high school that shut down. It is crowded in the halls of Degrassi Junior Senior High School. Um, so you kind of see some of the norms going around and like being lost, finding their friends, uh, and then you see our this new guy Craig who is sauntering in and bumps into Sean. And Sean got mad about that. <laughs> oh, bro. Well, I think he was pissed off because like Jimmy's over there in the corner being an asshole. Yeah, he's making fun of him. Calls him like, like a monkey or something. Yeah, like Jimmy, are you in love with him? Like, just tell him because at this point yeah. it's a strange obsession i get that. i wonder if uh aubrey and uh like what's going on with aubrey and daniel i feel like they like something happened between mm-hmm. them and they're like we're gonna we're gonna cast them as enemies be- and never make them friends because some shit went down because mm-hmm. daniel okay. wasn't in the i'm upset video he wasn't and he was upset i love the way they also resolve their uh i'm sorry sean and craig i mean not Sean and Jimmy, they never resolve anything. <laughs> Craig kind of like, I think girls start cat curling them or whatever. And yeah, yeah, they start cat curling. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. All right. 
let's be friends dude yeah yeah i'm like no he switched his tune real fast and like when they bumped like when he bumped into him sean was like pissed and he and he says something rude he's like grassy like merged with a high school and a blind school i was like what kind of comment is that and i was like craig watch your fucking ears like around this guy but after the cat calling sean's like yo you can hang with me sean's reaction also pissed me off because i don't think he has any friends yeah and i was like someone bumped into you by accident this could be your friend you're being he's just all like i mean like sean doesn't react well to anything when he's got like other things in the back of his mind and i'm pretty sure he hasn't talked to anyone all summer including emma or that fuckwad jimmy and so he's like shit i'm gonna have to come in he's got his defenses up i'm gonna have to deal with fucking jimmy so he's already like on edge and craig pumps in what the fuck bro no you know what that's right he's got that um that you know stereotypical first day in prison thing punch the biggest guy who fucks with you yeah also like i think it was just it was misplaced like he wanted to really say something to jimmy but leaving that alone these halls are like mad crowded though they like really depicted that in this episode Mm um i mean because you can't shove an entire high school in a middle school like we never see the halls like that again yeah it's true eventually it's just gonna be a high school but like really though that makes no sense to put high schoolers in the middle school it's you're taking four years worth of kids and putting them in a two-year school with like just two years worth of kids like it's Mm -hmm. why people don't like public schools now i just thought they didn't like it because they were elitist and could afford better i guess they're Mm -hmm. dangerous but that's a whole nother story that's for the uh, what is it patreon yeah <laughs> on our Patreon, if you pay us, we'll discuss socioeconomic educational policy. <laughs> we'll talk very high level topics that are exceedingly uh, optimistic and happy <laughs> to reflect upon. All of us who, none of us have children in the public school system, but we will discuss it. Mm, we have two cats. None of us who have children. There we go. Who is it going to be? But yeah, this is, this is like. <laughs> A series of bad decisions, right? Uh, merging Lakehurst and Degrassi. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just keep merging them all the time. They take on refugees <laughs> in next class. It's re- It's weird because they just do it like, it's just like all the kids show up and bam, like this is this happens. Like, shouldn't they send out some kind of like, just to let you know at the beginning of the year we're merging or something, like to let everyone. Oh, they say Miss Kwan says it's something like a school board decision. I was like, well, <laughs> it won't be the board yeah. for long. <laughs> True that. He's, he's also mad chill about it. I would be pissed pissed she's just like this is it but i mean no, also what happened to her hand did y'all see yeah was, I, I took a note of that i was like they, was that like a failed plot or did the actress like burn, burn. her hand but yeah also Quan, um i took a note that like i love how miss Quan didn't answer any of the fucking questions liberty was all like i want this i want to know that i want third has to make this she's like listen it's whatever and just completely like pushes liberty to the side and i'm like okay i see that's called being a good parent honestly miss Quan, is not answering your children's questions right like <laughs> them where you want to go especially bother like yeah get out of my face with this okay yeah this is not the time for a discussion like she's probably like i don't even really know much either so i'm just gonna have the same conversation over and over get in the classroom exactly but we get to our b plot everybody um so like in the midst of this we know that toby and jt share a locker because of this and you know they're talking about wanting hot older women yeah Ugh. so it's kind of oh, a sexy women uh, like upper class Oh, yeah. That's why you don't mix middle school and high school, guys. Work. <laughs> yeah, JT is an example of that. So he's being his like dweeby ass self as usual. And Paige is like walks in and she's pissed off because she does not like how her hair looks. And I felt that. She's like, it looks like a fucking um like mullet and they're walking around you see ashley looking all emo on the floor so that's their intro to this b plot you'll see how everything merges later oh i'm also gonna i very rarely do this mm-hmm. but i'm gonna give hazel a positive shout out oh oh cute outfit hazel mm-hmm. but Paige, that outfit wasn't it girl <laughs> oh my god her whole look there can only be one did that on purpose like they just wanted her look janky and they made her hair look like a mullet yeah the stars were it was a lot and then the low the low rise with the like the tie up not the zip mm-hmm. lace <laughs> the like suede lace or whatever it was yeah it was all a mess so i think around now i don't remember if emma and craig like realize they know each other but i do remember manny already like is looking at craig and oh she's so into it she's squealing it was thirsty. Whatever the fuck she's doing. 
love at first sight, like, threw that in. I mean, honestly, though, like, look at the men she's been surrounded by. She has been craving the men. something that's worthy. Because, like, we've got Jimmy's ass, Spinner's ass, fucking Sean, JT, Obi. Yeah, don't they, don't they, like, jokingly say that about JT yeah. and Toby? Where they're they like, had their well, we can have JT and Toby. Mm-hmm. They, like, turn on their boy craziness because they come in and they're like, who says that summer vacation's better than this? They were, like, ready. I mean, even like, mm. um, female Toby JT vibe. They were like, we're single and we're ready to mingle. Oh, yeah. also, with some hot older men. See, it doesn't sound as good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Unless you're into but Dr. Manning. Both are not. Yeah. Both wouldn't sound good, but anything yeah. mouth is just disgraceful. Also, he pissed me off talking about, yeah, she's not really my type, Terry. I'm like, she could never be your type. Terry. Oh, this is you. this is when they're rating girls, right? I don't know if they oh yeah, have did they already start rating the girls at this point? Oh, maybe not. I don't know. But they do they do rate the girls with freaking Toby's algorithm, which like, where are you getting yeah. your data from? Like you know, I made a point of freeze frame this and it was, it was very disappointing first he called himself toby isaac's esquire which he is absolutely not and then he had cool factor cute factor nice factor and says hi and so for terry cool four cute six please nice 10 okay and says hi nine out of ten times and then terry, terry's not my type fuck you terry is my type terry is way too good for you the only person who's within any of your realms is ugh, ashley mm. and that's and toby's stepsister, stepsister <laughs> if we if there's one thing we've learned about grassy over the years i wouldn't be surprised if toby had a weird stepsister fantasy i mean he starts off strong with the the bra and porn watching so probably oh, mm. probably still her panties uh, gross <laughs> but per- perfectly in the realm of possibility hidden under his pillow <laughs> but yeah so it's after school and this new character craig is once again with his camera walking around and he goes to that little girl you see that little girl who was with joey before and he's taking pictures again through the camera and then through the fence but then goes up to her and you know hangs out i think like it is very creepy this yeah. whole vibe it's a graveyard yeah no, th- this was at a, like a preschool like oh yeah because a yeah. pre-k teacher came up and was she was just like, what the fuck? Like, oh, oh, oh th- yeah. So he, he's got everything hit. Graveyard park preschool. Graveyard. Yeah. But like, what, why are the teachers calling the police? Because there's a guy taking pictures of uh, yeah. with this looking camera. Like- and he has and he's really creepy the whole in this whole episode he's just like his eyes are like mad like open and he's just like peering yeah. and stuff. <laughs> it's too much and then as, exactly like your preschool teacher I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. If you are not on the pickup list you cannot talk to these children. Like she literally should have called the police and been like he has brown hair. Oh um, this is where the teacher Jewish. comes up and is like who's that and Angie's like my brother and it's like uh-huh. oh cool. okay it's your brother he's taking care of you. It's bye. Like yeah, never knew she had a brother. But Classic Canada. No offense. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, she got. She wanted to make sure Angie was okay, and she told him to scram, which that's what she could have done, but she should have done. Um, she didn't tell him to scram. No, huh? she, she's he ran just away. Like, that, oh, that's cool. That's your brother. Totally. That's yeah, cool. All right. And then, I mean, she doesn't say that, but obviously she doesn't seem to be that disappointed or worried yeah. about it. That's true. She didn't tell, um, like, Joey about it, because later on, like, that's when Angie was, uh, like, spilled the beans when they're at the cemetery, and and uh, she's like, oh, I hung out with Craig. Um, and he's like, where? Like, where did you, like, see him? So, like, when did uh, when did their mom die? I forgot when what Joey said in the first season. Or one of the friends was like, it's been four years. I don't well, know. Yeah, and the, the timeline on this is really weird. Um, I know we're jumping ahead just a little bit. But, like, when he's, like, trying to get her to go to British Columbia, he's like, remember, we used to live there when we were little. It's like, how the, wait, how, the, how did that no, happen? Yeah, how could y'all be little at the same time? And I- how? Well, probably he said Angie happen. was a baby. I don't know if maybe maybe mom had custody of Craig until she died, and then dad was all like, "Well, he has no living parents now, or or his mom <laughs> living, so I'm taking him back." I'm yes, me. Him, Fuck you, Joey. You're not taking a kid. He's coming to me so I can beat him. <laughs> More questions than I started. With. I don't think this timeline is weird. I think like it's plausible that when the mom was alive, like she, like he probably even knows Joey to some extent. Like Joey's probably seen him as like an eight year old or whatever. 
and he's like four or five probably was at the wedding yeah Emma. yeah so like i feel like we don't know much about this till later so it explains craig's creepiness but with that in mind i'm like oh like i can see him missing both of them especially if his dad is eating him or like whatever joey and angie yeah because when he takes the pictures he goes back to the house and in the dark room he like photoshops himself yeah yeah, yeah. It's like he has the perfect family little album. And like, yeah, I have like, a note, weird scrapbook, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to be like, you know how Degrassi like takes from other sources often? I could, like, what is this? Like, is this one hour photo? Like, what is this coming from? Like, what movie, what pop culture reference is Craig, the brooding dark room guy who takes pictures of little girls at a graveyard preschool? I'm like, where is this coming from? I, I don't want to know. The basement, like, dark room was actually pretty cool. Thanks, Dad. Like, I love that. No, that's like, he's cool. lucky he has a whole room that he can do that. Like, I thought it was kind of cool. He was like a photographer kid, which they dropped, like, so quick. Well, yeah. I guess he was, like, in, into photography for, like, a season or two. Well, the thing is, Craig's dad, and I'm pretty sure this is very indicative of his relationship with mom, um, feels like he can use money to buy off his abuse. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's probably, like, beat the fuck out of Craig and was like, oh, I beat the fuck out of you. I'm going to give you a dark room. Yeah. Uh, Craig's mom, who I might be older than Craig's, uh, than uh, Joey, because based on her gravestone, by 1988, she was 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like uh, Craig's mom, it was probably a situation with Craig's mom for a while where it was like, you know, he buys me nice things. Like, he always says he's sorry. And like, he got me this like Dolce and Cabana, whatever the fuck. And, but one day she was all like, I'd rather not be beat. Yeah. He was still holding on to some hurt, you know, like why why your mother would leave would leave. So you think no? And honestly, what probably happened was Mr. Manning, uh, Mr. Manning was all like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I beat you. Get a new car." And she went to the car dealer and she found Joey. And ah, Joey, are we going to go like, really dark and like blame Dr. Manning for her demise? No. Well, what do you cut the brakes? Ah, he did. He's the I, behind it all. I mean, I would not be. And I don't know. Like we said, we never see him at work. He's probably like some dirty john like situation <laughs> not working at the the hospital yeah, anymore he's at the hospital with those nurses uh-huh. <laughs> yeah also one of one of the mental notes i made was when um craig is like i'm not like mom i laughed because the song when doves cry maybe i'm just like my mother she's never satisfied and i was like woo oh shoot yeah that is quite creative of the degrassi writer's part yeah but yeah this is when so we we see him hanging all his pictures going photoshopping himself old school style and then into the cemetery photos um and that's he goes to dinner with his dad he's on time this time and his dad he like made him roast beef Ooh. favorite and kind of gets a little tense because craig wants to like bring up like his mom and said like do you remember when like mom and he like lost her like the dad was like don't don't mention that and you could tell he's like pressed because we find out that you know his ex left him for Joey Jeremiah. <laughs> Maybe she left him because he like, beat, We don't know. I mean, honestly, the only reason she would have left is because he beat her. Because in the grand scheme of things, Mr. Manning was a lot more attractive to Joey Jeremiah. Yeah. yeah, but why would she leave Craig with him? Like, do you think she fought for custody and he won? Maybe he said something scary, like, if you take Craig, I'll kill you. <gasps> and then she took Craig, because that's how... And, and then the brakes didn't work. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Wow. So my theory... I think that uh, Craig's mom had custody for a while because court always gives custody to the mother. Um, And then when Craig's mom died because of rake line cut, Mm. Joey hadn't legally adopted Craig. So Craig had to go back with his dad. And yeah, you look, I mean, you see how attractive Dr. Manning is. And that's not the only thing I'm going by, but he has a lot of money. You know, you know, he already, you know, that his life is that way. He's attractive and he's rich. Yeah. He probably knows the people that Liberty dad knows you know the mayor I mean so the squeegee kids think maybe he found a way to kind of mess around with like toronto p okay toronto protective child services oh children's like, aid yeah okay children's aid and like mm-hmm. everyone or or with the, the like least do they call them police there i don't know or policio what oh, no, no let me I mean, have... they call them police okay i don't know you know everyone has like the royal guard i don't know anyways like, yeah, i think it's like... just one cop and his name is dave turner's dad 
Oh yeah. Officer Turner. Officer Turner. Yes. Like, Dave Turner. But like you know, like do you think he like probably did a little like politicizing weird stuff and got off and got got uh custody of his kid and stuff? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too deep into it, but it's like he has- I, I just think it's like interesting yeah. to see. Like we're slow- we're slowly like finding out how like everyone knows each other in this like storyline. And they were like almost through the first part of the episode, but it's all connecting the dots and it's getting pretty interesting. I know. Yeah, I know we all wanted to talk about that pot roast. I wanted some. I mean, the whole time to. they eat it. He was just cutting it the whole time. I was like, sir, you have cut enough for two people. Y'all need to get into that. Mm-hmm. I was- also, I feel like a good pot roast should be follow- falling the fuck apart. So why I is it so too. tough to need an electric carver? I don't ever I think I've used an electric carver. On- yeah, I've seen oh. people like cut it in like this type of slices he has, but not needing to ha- use a freaking electric carver. Like no. you should be able to do it with any knife. Mm-hmm. Let it fall apart. But <laughs> also, the work it takes to make York- Yorkshire pudding, like it's it's both hard and not hard at the same time. But like getting it to like the right temperature so it'll do it, it's just it takes to be. Then it takes to be a surgeon. Come on. I feel like he probably bought those at Boston Market or whatever they had. Toronto Market, whatever they had. <laughs> Antonio. Antonio's Pizza. <laughs> we also do Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's me. It's Jimmy. Uh, you know, the special. Extra pepperoni, Yorkshire pudding. I'm going to add a Yorkshire pudding in there for you. Okay, I have to confess, guys. I am extremely facile in the kitchen. What's Yorkshire pudding? All right, so it's similar to a popover. Okay, what's uh, a popover? <laughs> okay, I'm following you. I'm afraid. Um, basically, it's kind of like a, a side bread sort of a roll situation but Yorkshire pudding the way it's cooked um, you usually when you make like some sort of like a rib roast or a rack whatever um, you take the the hot fat from it and you put it in the bottom of a muffin tin and then you put it's a very loose batter and usually for like a popover it'll rise and stay soft but with a Yorkshire pudding when you put it in like the steaming hot batter it like rises up and it gets like super crispy and crunchy on the outside oh my god that sounds amazing um, if you know you're ever in England go for a traditional Sunday roast and typically your Sunday roast comes with potatoes and roast carrots and Yorkshire pudding and the whole nine and you have it at like 3pm and you take a bomb ass nap. Oh my god so Dr. Manning he's got skills in the kitchen if he did cook that. Yeah like are we to believe that a surgeon came home early enough to make this and have it ready for his curfew dinner at 6? Also if he's a surgeon he definitely wouldn't need a damn electric carving knife. No. <laughs> no he probably doesn't trust that shit. He's like I can do this mm-hmm. way better. So anyway they have that tense conversation and you you get an idea of you know what goes down. Joey hasn't called at this point, right? Um, I think no, yeah. no, Joey hasn't. When he's doing the roast beef, doesn't he call? Because he's like Joey Jeremiah called and left a message, and he's like, "Are you gonna call oh. him?" And then he stops and he's like, "Why, now, would, I why do would I do that?" Yeah, yeah. So he's called by now. All right, so he knows about Joey calling. It's tense, and it kind of kind of goes to the next day at school, and um. This time, you know, JT's on his mission to date a hot older woman. So his eyes are on Paige, who is one year older than him. So (laughs) he, like, goes up to her while she's with Hazel and Spinner. And he asks her out on a date. And Paige is, like, horrified that this would even happen. But she she laughs. And they just, like, go away. She's like, I can't believe, like, someone like JT would think he can ask him for a date. Ask me on a date like that. And I kind of feel where she's getting from because Toby has his little gopro like courting the whole thing and what i was like that's what's that i hate toby i can't believe i thought he was cool <laughs> but, honestly like, that's almost as big a mistake as like nina and the wing like <laughs> shout out to nina <laughs> yes i'm the claire for thinking toby was cool well of that <laughs> <laughs> don't nominate yourself because you might win yeah we see how that goes <laughs> unanimous it was not the vibe. It was not the vibe. But you've you've come around now. I think you know that he's not cool. But yeah, they're like they're just such dweebs. I will it's, say though, watching this show, Paige, Paige is like call. Is, I think she says like, "Oh, it's gross and grosser." And JT's grosser. Now that's interesting. I thought no. Hazel, yeah, Hazel's like, "Oh, it's gross and grosser." And oh Hazel's yes, like, Hazel. Hey, grosser wants to talk to you. I was like, "Come on, Hazel." Yeah. Was cute. Toby and JT uh... she wore a cute epi- uh, She wore a cute outfit earlier, and she just that was the best she's Hazel herself. ever did. Yeah. But now after all this, like we see the kind of like the beginnings of this plot and how they're how they're merging. But now we get to um, a class that Miss Kwan is holding. I'm guessing it's English class in the theater. <laughs> it's, dra- I think it's drama. Oh, yeah, it's drama, drama, drama. There's drama class, and uh, it begins with Ashley doing a monologue of some sort. I roll. 
But these are like their own made up monologues, right? Yeah, they are. And I, I really, I think we should read them if we can find them online. Craig's. Ooh, oh, yeah. Devon, you're all Craig. Go. Ashley's doing her shit. And Miss Kwan's like, great. Craig, how about you? And he's he's like, hi, everyone. I'm Craig. And she's like, no, do it again. And he busts out this. So, yeah, Miss Kwan's asking them to sort of introduce them or to talk talk about themselves. Like, who are you? And, you know, Ashley's bullshit is Ashley's fucking bullshit. Um, but Craig, <clears throat> me, in an infinite universe on an insignificant planet, one of six billion inhabitants, big deal. I mean, honestly, if I were to say that I were to disappear, who'd care? What would it matter? Uh, a subatomic blimp in the temporal fabric of creation. So there you have it, Craig Manning. Oh shit, we should have said we felt like Craig. I, de- I, I definitely should have. I definitely had a moment like this with my brother today. I was like, I'm never going to own a house, what's the point? I don't Nothing know. matters in life. That's literally what the conversation, the conver- shout out to my brother. That's how the conversation went. And then it had the ripple effect where Quan's like, oh my god, he's right. Why did I waste this? Oh god. Her face, you could see her being like, shit, that's me. Like, she, yeah, like, she, she read me. <laughs> in that moment, she flashed back to the eggs on her car and was like, ugh. She's like, fuck. fuck. She's like, been there, homie. I've been in there too so. I mean, another damn year the mo- honestly the moment that she realized she would have to teach fucking spinner again she was like this is this is purgatory this is <laughs> i have to keep doing this over and uh, over and over again personal hell i'm sisyphus in the fucking hill <laughs> this is the bad place isn't it i'm in the bad place aren't i, <laughs> I yeah, you said something in the beginning like back at this dump for four more years i'm like <laughs> but you already were at this dump for four years so <laughs> the clock is rolling you're like an 18 year old high school freshman spinner <laughs> you're gonna be here until you're like 28 you're just a step below shantae <laughs> and shantae didn't stay stay because she was dumb or anything shantae just got real comfortable she was a good student she just liked being a good student she yeah i think she liked student. being there yeah she also liked a paycheck. What if it was like she was actually an undercover agent and she just wanted to see like the drugs and everything that were going through the school? So she, she was made it. Jump Street. Yeah. Yeah. Street. Yeah. Yeah. And like everyone thought that she was like on the cheer squad and stuff, but she's actually just an, like an agent, an, under, an under, undercover agent. And she has hey, a whole kids, family. So, uh, so where you get the jingle jangle? <laughs> yeah. If I were stuff? to want to stay, buy some drugs, where would I go to buy some drugs? I feel like there are not a lot of drug busts at Degrassi though. So she just like likes it there and is like, I think I'm coming for it with a lead this time around. Dude, not a lot of drug busts. Give Officer Turner a break. He's just one guy. He can't be everywhere. He can't be Vice and Murder and Degrassi School. A lot. It is a lot. Anyway, now we get to um, Emma and Craig realizing that they know each other. And it's because Emma danced with him when Joey got married to his mom. So This timeline makes no sense, guys. I'm sorry. I think it makes sense. For her to not remember? How long has it been? Four years? You wouldn't remember. Listen, does Emma ever remember anything that ha- doesn't have to do directly with Emma? She That's- remembered him. He was like, oh, yeah. He didn't get right away. I can see that possibly happening. Like, you really look at this person, you're like, oh, shit. Maybe they were both shy back in the day. This is the first, like, little, not first, but this is where you really get to see how um, Emma is a shitty friend. Because yeah. it's so obvious that Manny is so all about him, and then she's being fucking Emma like oh my gosh like you want to come to my birthday or my mom's birthday like it's not about you you it's obvious your friend is all about him introduce your friend be like this is Manny also I know we talked about this last week and I'm gonna talk about this again really Emma you're just gonna bring someone or like because Paige did it last week you're gonna bring someone somewhere without any sort of an invitation without saying is it okay if I bring someone over this is your mom's birthday party or whatever not saying hey can I bring another friend no you're just gonna be like Hey, it's okay if you come. And you know, her mom's in like, her mom's like 31 at the 31 or 32 at this point. You know, she's like, I don't have food for all these kids. Like, wait. And maybe she wants to get like a little lit. And she's like, now there's another kid here that I have to be responsible for. Juan's younger than us. And Christine. Yeah. Because remember, the season one pilot was. I'm almost 30. So she's 29 and a half. Fuck. Right? At least. Have a drink for that. All right. Well, you're getting older. <laughs> so this is where Emma's like, I'm babysitting Angie later. Do you want to come and completely fix her nose where it doesn't need to begin? And like Stefan said, yeah. one bad decision after another since the pilot. Be the first ep of the season if Emma didn't fuck up. Hmm. Cascading, worsening ways. Yeah, now she's losing children. Like you had one fucking job. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So we're going back to this B plot. Remember Paige and her mullet? Oh God, yeah. Finn and Hazel. So they're kind of like you know still talking, dwelling on this. And Hazel's like, "I'll give you thirty dollars to get your hair done if you <laughs> on a date with JT." And Paige like, not does not like the suggestion. How much money you got, Hazel? That you're giving this bitch thirty bucks to go on a date? That's how I thought. I was like, "Shit, thirty bucks!" But you're fourteen. That's like three movies back in the day. Like seeing three or maybe more movie theater experiences so she got money she's gonna basically pay Paige to do her hair because she doesn't want to look at her hair anymore it's looking crazy it's the mullet <laughs> the mullet but she so Paige ends up agreeing to it so we'll get to that later um now we kind of pan to joey's dealership he's working you know selling his cars putting the spiel on everyone loves him and <clears throat> who else comes but dr manning strolls on into the, the dealership and has some sassy comments yeah he was He's just doing his job, and he's like, oh, listen to the man. He knows cars. <laughs> he knows what cars are. He was being like a D-bag. For sure. I mean, Joey Jeremiah is the car czar. He knows what cars are. <laughs> <laughs> but really, though, like, all up, in, all up in Joey's fucking business? I get that he was all up in your wife, but, like, come on. Mm-hmm. And she's dead. Like, he's and it's totally been years, heartbroken. Dude. It's been years. I'm just saying, like, I'm, dude. You can see why Joey uh, won in this competition, because Joey's being the bigger man. He's like, we don't have to hate each other, or even if we do hate each other our kids can still see each other i almost said something really horrible oh do tell please delete this okay we can do it for the patreon i was just gonna be like she must i was was like she must have really known how to throw it down okay i was just like she must have really known what she was doing for him to be that that stuck on it some good pussy will make you it will fuck up your life do you know what she was doing and there that i was gonna say stigmatized but the obvious hell by manning he must have some good dick because he makes girls make bad choices oh he did I mean, I, I mean, like, he robs be. the cradle like six seasons later or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he even gets a uh, fucking Sydney to come back over and over again. And Caitlyn can't seem to get over him. And Tessa <laughs> Campanelli is somewhere crying in the corner. I was gonna say, no, okay, I'm confused. I'm Tessa. talking about Craig. You're talking about With Joey. Joey. <laughs> I was like, Craig? Okay, but. <laughs> I mean, apparently Craig got it too. Cause... That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. thinking Danny. I'm like, everyone came back. So. Listen, there's some, like, I don't know what Mama Jeremiah's maiden name is. Is, but there's something in the water that like her and her kids like Julia just... don't play yeah her yeah. name was Julia right yeah huh. Julia had Julia. that how interesting <laughs> Had that Julia thing. Jeremiah. Put that thing on him. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Julia and Joey Jeremiah. Ju- Julia Jay, Jeremiah. Jay, Jay. I was like, Julia, yeah. but Julia Manning sounds like it works. Doctor and Doctor and Miss Manning. Introducing. Yeah, that is cute. But like there's a, a really hilarious moment at the end of their fight where Joey's like trying to get uh Dr. Manning to like see reason and he just like squeals away in the car. Yeah, he's like Arr! It's cute. Foreshadowing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. He, he shouldn't be taking it out on the wheel. That's all. But. Yeah. Dr. Manning needs to learn how to drive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unlike Jeremiah, he doesn't know cars. <laughs> <laughs> he don't know shit about cars. Don't ruin them hands either. You need those. Yes. <laughs> I agree. So, yeah, he storms off. He basically was just like, no, I don't want our kids interacting. All that. So we get to the barbecue. This fucking barbecue, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're at Christine's birthday. They par- barbecue and everyone's playing together. It's cute. And Joey comes back and Craig, like, well, I think at this point, yeah. So Joey's like, I don't think your dad wants us to see each other. Um, I'm sorry, man. I tried to like reason with him. And Craig's like, I'm just gonna go. And while they're having this conversation, Emma's being like mad nosy as usual. Ear hustling. Yeah, she was ear hustling, and Craig's just like, I'm peeping out. He takes a hot dog and he <laughs> jets. Yeah, I was like, maybe I shouldn't have invited him here without asking. Maybe that was a Sometimes in life we should go, hey, is it cool if I bring a friend? Yeah, this is it. Your mom's 31st birthday. I know this is your party, mom. Do you mind if I bring another? No, you already have homegirl coming. Don't worry. We'll just be over here playing creepily with his sister. Tickling each other and stuff. The weird thing about that was when mom was all like, what are you doing to her? Yeah, exactly. What do you you think they're doing? Like after the Jordan thing, I don't want to hear doing to her. (laughs) Well, and she was like laughing. It's not like she was crying because then you could be like, 
him. Did you pincer, pinch her or something? She's yeah. like, what are you doing to her? And we're just all laughing, like playing dinosaur, which is weird too. Pristine. Yeah, that's, that's uh, uh, I don't like this episode, guys. No, no, it's <laughs> really weird vibes. <laughs> I mean, like, what, what's next? Some guy walks by, he's like, I'd like a bite of that hot dog. <laughs> you did not say that. Oh, God. And Joey oh. coming back from his blind date. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's like Miss Canada back in 1973 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. February or whatever. Miss November, November yeah. of 1973. It's like, <laughs> Listen, you would have been married to Caitlin Ryan by now if you didn't fuck Tessa Campanelli, so I don't feel sorry for you. We will never forget Tessa Campanelli. Hashtag justice for Tessa. R.I.P. And Terry. Always. Yeah, always justice for Terry, in case you didn't mention it. <laughs> this episode. This story. Yeah, this episode. Yeah, so Craig goes back home. He, he ate his hot dog. He goes to his <laughs> dark room, and he sees that his dad's in there and has found all his Photoshop pictures Mm-mm. of Craig and Joey and Angie and he flips out and starts kicking the shit out of him. He, you know, is knocking everything over and he just like starts kicking him. I'm just like, dude. He was going for it. Oh, like yeah. he was yeah. pushed him with the binder. Work. Yeah, I, he's like, I don't know how hard you work because we haven't seen you work and you can make Yorkshire pudding. So you really don't work, sir. Mm-hmm. You're not working. Yeah, so he really goes at it and that's how they kind of end part one of this <laughs> also, episode. Also, like, I, I know we talk a lot of shit about Craig, but like, I want to give Jake Epstein points. He is a good child actor. Oh, he's great in this episode. I... Yeah, he did a pretty good job. I'll give him yeah, that. Yeah, like, he, like, literally he's, like, on edge. Like, you can just see those moments where he's like, shit's gonna come. Even when it doesn't come, like, shit's gonna come. And, and like, yeah. I was watching way past this episode because once you start to grassy, you don't stop it. Um, and I got, I got to the episode where, like, um, Joey is like, I'm going away for the weekend. Bring some boys over and have fun. And so Craig brings his friends over, and Joey's all like, what have I told you about, like, 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 how do you bring friends? And Joey's doing it as a joke, but like mm-hmm. for a split second, you like seriously see Jake Epstein like like get yeah. like PTSD from like issues with his dad. Yeah. Also, that's a douche fucking move, Joey. You're dealing with a kid who just dealt with like physical abuse, and you want to act like that? Yeah. Joey, Joey fights off kid, though. Yeah, he's he's like he's not like Doctor Man in his age, and he is like Christine. He's pushing thirty. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. me at thirty, when I was thirty, I probably would have been the same way. I'm saying I don't think he like thought of it that way and he's just like a goofball yeah on, man i think you, when you're dealing with a, a kid who's got mm-hmm. who's been like abused you might be a little sensitive about certain things but then you're how sure. would the audience be misdirected no sure but so. you're right though you're absolutely you right. in the writing room homeboy once, needs therapy both of them once they stop like once they gave him something more to work with and take creepy pictures in a park like he totally shied like if you watch this and you know craig's gonna have a diagnosis down the road it's like there from the start it's amazing mm-hmm. i was thinking that too i'm like like when he comes back and his dad's like, did you buy the camera? Like, how was everything? After Jer- um, Joey's like, stay away from us. He's like, you can definitely see. I'm like, see, it starts to shine through. Like, he's starting to, you know, be a little just like, fuck it. Like, whatever. A little manic. So it's very interesting. Definitely. Mm. So part two of when Dove's Cry starts, it starts with Craig checking out, like, his body with all these bruises on it. And it looks, like, really, really bad. Like, we saw how that went down. Points to the makeup artist. Yeah. I agree. That was pretty real. And um, he's getting dropped off to school by his dad and Mr. Manning before, or Dr. Manning before uh, Craig leaves the car. He gives him like a million Canadian dollars and says like, <laughs> buy yourself a camera. Like, mm-hmm. I know I just beat you, but here's some cash, kid. He's like, we're cool, right? Love you. Showering you with gifts. Don't pay attention to how I'm not at work yet, even though I'm a surgeon and surgeons are typically busy. <sighs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So he gives him like a lot of cash and it's a lot. So he just has that on the fly because I don't think he stopped at the ATM before. And it goes to him going into the building and Paige comes in and she is goes up to JT and agrees to do the date. She's like, I will go on a date with you, JT. You will pay for a bite and that's it. So she really needs to get her hair done. Also, I think this is Paige's first date too. Oh, yeah. Probably. Wait, does anything come out of that whole Sherry sabotage thing with Spinner? Like, did she actually get Spinner or just copy notes? I don't don't think they ever went on any sort of date but like no. he wants no. like wrapped around her finger and she's like she cannot she cannot fathom the guys liking anyone else but her so uh, 
So this is actually Paige's first date with JT. Yeah, JT. it's a it's like a joke date on her end though, but it is very oh, at first. Easy. At first, at first, at first, Are you getting comfortable. I know she did. She did get comfortable. And her hair, marriage vibes for sure. <laughs> so now we're panning to after school, and Emma kind of like she invites Craig to go babysit Angie with her. He's like, just because your dad, just because Joey like says he can't see you, or she says your dad can't see. He says you can't see Joey or Angie, but that he didn't say you can't hang out with me. So she's like getting in there too, trying to spend like one-on-one time with Craig and also inviting like a kid to her job, which is not really appropriate. Also, if Dr. Manning knew you, he would sure as hell say no to you as well. We all know that. I, I like mean, no to you or you know what I mean. You know what? Even even if this piece of garbage who abuses his son can pick up that Emma is a bad person. I mean, <laughs> whatever. Looks like trash. Smells like. But this is like horrible. I mean, what the fuck is Emma doing? This is like yeah. this is not even clear territory. This is just like Emma's. And it gets horrible. worse because after like she needs to do homework and that's fine. Angie's being a brat and wants to go to the park. Emma's like, I gotta do a report. But then Craig offers to take care of Angie for the rest of the the day or whenever Joey was supposed to come back. And she's like, sure. In what world does this make any sense? I don't care if I am 13 years old or whatever. Like, no, it's my job. I agreed to do this. I have to do my homework. So Angie, you're taking your ass home with me so I can do my homework and you can watch TV. Like, no, I I don't even know Craig like that. If anything, like invite him like to the place, like exactly needs to be there yeah how did emma not become a doctor because she's got such a god complex she does he's really just like i control life and death i control everyone's lives and what my name is yeah i wrote down that she's basically like yeah she's like you can see angie if you like she like assumed the role of angie's mother just because she watches her for two hours after school she's like that's fine just have her home because i have things to do and like oh she probably started at the beginning of the summer because joey started dating again mm. yeah and that's why he needs a babysitter he's trying to get close exactly um he's already doing too much and she continues to do so so craig is at the park with angie they're hanging out and tickling each other seems like that's a, their little thing <laughs> they like to do. what are you doing to her yeah. <laughs> tickle, tickle, tickle. yeah it's weird because he like first things first when he puts her on his shoulders um she's like flopping around and the first thing i think is she's gonna hit that sidewalk bam because he's not he's not protecting her at all <laughs> you know what oh, i mean yeah she they fall and she actually hits pretty hard i remember yeah and then and then he's like laughing but he's like he's actually like he falls like kind of on her i'm like get off of her it was just it's a lot like he doesn't know how to be a big brother and it's just like creeping me out of it yeah nina nina pointed this out and i can't answer the question but i i suppose you guys can is this normal 14 year old boy behavior like even if you haven't seen your sister i I don't know like i i I mean i i have i had three older brothers that were teenagers and well they used to pick me up and like throw me down like body slam me and like wrestle me and like kind of put me in chokeholds and stuff i guess actually it is normal and the tickling was normal then tickling is normal too i think i I think we were talking more about like taking photos of you through a chain link fence but no not that that's not normal normal. (laughs) that's the brother you don't talk about Yeah, no, that's that that never happened. No, but like the rough housing was definitely a thing. But not, yeah, um, yeah, because like I, I think it's it's kind of the, the the chain link fence for sure. But it, I don't know. It, it's almost like Craig is extremely obsessed with Angie. And yeah, I guess I see the, that in the context of what we've been presented with. But at the same time, like the way it's played out in this episode in particular, like Emma and Craig, it, it just doesn't sit well. With and then it, he, he even tells. Oh, that's a little bit early. I'm sorry. I was just saying. Like he even. T- tells joey like i'm not gonna stop like which is a really creepy thing yeah it's obsessive these these all feel like manifestations of his um you know his bipolar disorder like like going through a manic state right now right i agree i think he's like it brings him joy and happiness so he's obsessed with it and that thing is angie because honestly after this episode he doesn't give a fuck about her anymore (laughs) yeah none of us do (laughs) also like also like she's you know she's 
his sibling. And I think that it's more of a connection to his mom. He's not allowed to talk about his mom. He's like, he's not allowed to really do anything at his house. And it's like, she's that connection to his mom. And then also, obviously he's, she's going to the grave. Like it's, she, she's being raised in a healthier house where she can actually talk about her deceased parent. They ever bring up uh, Julia Jeremiah again? So Angie finds uh, or sees Craig's big ass like bruise and um, he lies and says like a dinosaur bit him and it hurts a little bit and he's like but you know we can escape together and we could go to British Columbia would you want to do that <laughs> luckily he gets her like an ice cream cone or a hot dog and she's like oh my god you have so much money you have a million Canadian dollars and he's like we could go to British Columbia we could take the bus so it is a bit much we can leave right now you want to go like she's a child she, she's like what like she's not thinking like leave forever she's thinking oh we're gonna go there and come back like and oh, we're back. yeah yeah dad's gonna come and then we'll have dinner like no honestly 15 minutes into the bus trip she's like we're not there yet I yeah yeah i just got a new barbie and skipper playset. she's like i gotta pee it's 43 hours and 37 minutes what a bus the no, driving just way that fucking funny money would take them out that far yeah oh yeah because british columbia is like right under alaska but you can fly it 83 dollars by plane so he should have done the plane is this just like bad writing or is it it's supposed to emphasize how craig has just lost touch with reality oh i hope so i'm gonna hope the second one. that would be cool if they did that he said british columbia they're yeah. taking a bus to wasega yeah there you go yeah what which is why i'm like i don't <laughs> think he vibes i don't think he would have actually went through with this thing like i think he was just like i think he would have done it i mean he tries to tell jeremiah that but uh Joey That's doesn't what, try that shit. it was just pretend very predatory like no that's what i mean like this this just goes too far like even for your big brother like and i know it, it could be a manifestation of bipolar but like they don't play i don't know i mean it's also problem it, i mean part of it is also just his desperation to run away because whether angie goes with him or not he's about to run the fuck away that's yeah. that's right yeah and then he would have taken her even if she said like if she didn't have a choice because she's four even if she were like i want to go home he's like no i'm your home we are family mm-hmm. i've got all my sisters in me like <laughs> sorry i had every time <laughs> very very well played thank you um but yeah basically he he was gonna take her whether she wanted to go or not like exactly <laughs> yep mm-hmm. yeah so not looking good for craig yeah so joey comes home early and he's just like i'm home early i'm gonna get that bubble bath i've been waiting for he's like where's angie and emma's kind of being awkward doesn't want to say it and then she's just like she's with craig okay mm. and he's like he is pissed off at her with good reason and he, she's like um joey that's her brother the way she says that oof i would have yeah. jumped over that little patio table and body slammed her like I would have been in jail and they would have been on their way to british columbia because i would have fucked her up for that (laughs) first things first (laughs) is it illegal to backhand a 14 year old or i guess she's 13 i mean one that's that uh presumptuous maybe and honestly spike wouldn't have even been mad she would have been like i've been trying to do that for years but i keep feeling like a twinge of guilt because you know i drink as soon as she goes to bed at night i would have been like goes to bed and when i wake up in the morning i would have been like say something i'll slap you just like i did your daughter like i would have i would have had i would have been on a war path like that the way she said that joey that's her brother bitch if you do not like i am so mad full on will smith of the oscar no she thought she was like doing something with that and being Mm -hmm. like oh i'm gonna drop some knowledge like have you never thought of that and joey's just like dude you should be watching my kid who the fuck do you think you are leave the parenting yeah leave the parenting to me yeah do your job i'm not paying you today and i hope you fired her yeah what's what's her middle name again emma what nelson hurt people hurt people but yeah fucking emma just just trying to be like uh he's her brother like bitch you are not a defender of the true faith yeah my parents call that a laser mouth and they like if we would say anything in like a tone like that was that it would not fly that would be mom especially but, yeah but i'm and like I- prime laser mouth activity there emma mm-hmm. like i yeah you like you can't have any kind of inflection in your voice <laughs> it's all grounds for an Like, which is different than what we're discussing in this episode. I have to say, I do dig how angry Joey Jeremiah gets in this episode. Oh, and I feel for him because I loved it. He's hot-headed right now, and he's like, now he has to go to the park and gets Angie, and he's like, kind of fine when he sees um Craig. He's but like, he's just more relieved to see Angie, and um that's when Angie opens up her mouth again, and she's like, oh, can Daddy come to British Columbia? And Joey's like, what are you talking about? like he just got a million canadian dollars joey's now like freaked out for real 
real. He sees the money. He's like, don't don't ever come near my daughter again. Yeah. He was, it was hot. I mean, not that he's hot, but he was, he was laying down a lot. I was like, mm, I like that for you. You know, I love anyway, I mean, if there's one thing we've learned, it's Joe's got the good dick. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he goes through his, his, his share, but I don't know, Morgan, are you saying you would have, uh, you would have left a surgeon for a used car salesman named Joey Jeremiah? I'm not saying that. <laughs> nothing wrong with anyone I, I'm, not, I'm not saying any of it. I'm just saying it's just, it's... would I have fucked a used car salesman named yes. Joey Jeremiah oh god well I'm curious to know what he has because everyone is about it like he he has he has people I mean yeah. you know them Italian men <laughs> yeah like a baby holding an apple <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot that we have this B plot about the date oh yeah so, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up soon but Paige and uh JT they just saw the movie together and they're having some like soda and popcorn and they're actually like getting along pretty well he tells her a really horny cheerleading joke Mm. and she shares one back and they're like kind of genuine does anyone remember the jokes um what's the cheerleader's favorite soda root beer get it root (laughs) he's a dumbass (laughs) she was like she's like you're gonna tell the number one cheerleader of last year that I forget what she says but she's like you're until head cheerleader oh, yeah, you're until head cheerleader a cheerleading joke yeah <laughs> and then she makes one she was enjoying herself she was letting loose I felt Honestly, like it was kind like, of flirty like she was being mm-hmm. a little flirty it was yeah. a good date and they had good vibes like their energy works like I could see them dating if you know Paige were a little less shallow and yeah you know what's this JT face? was endowed like the Italians is, is that what you're saying well I <laughs> baby hold yeah it. baby but I feel like at this age, it wouldn't even be anything like that. It was just, it would have been like a cute little, little fling. Like, Come to my house. My mom's not home. And maybe she would have rubbed him up a little. Like- <laughs> <laughs> you are not- James Tiberius, so sure. You're not wrong. <laughs> James Tiberius. God. So enjoying themselves. He got soda coming out his nose. And <laughs> Hazel and Spinner are disguised. And they <laughs> looking like fools. And they come through and they're like, here, here's your $30. You earned it. It and like it looks like you're actually having a good time too so Hazel's hey. such a hater she's just, just mad no one wants to fucking date her I remember Spinner's like wet dream time is over I'm like wait how do you know about that <laughs> <laughs> oh Riverty it is fucking Spinner yeah but yeah so JT feels like shit thought it was a legit date but I don't blame him it sucks yeah it's pretty shitty mm-hmm. and then like, she's not that remorseful I mean it's classic right up her alley is like her character but you know he's just so sue me after he like calls her out on it yeah well I think she puts on a front in front of her friends mm. she did feel bad so that's why she apologizes later but like I think she feels like she needs to uphold this like reputation of being a baddie girl who doesn't hang out with loser dweebs who are younger than her so she brushed it off yeah whatever I don't care mm-hmm. the main storyline and uh, Craig just got home and Dr. Manning's home too and he gets a phone call from Joey so Craig hears that he's on the phone with Joey Dr. Manning and he goes up to his room and like freaking out he's like I need to get out of here now because my dad's been flip flip a shit. So he calls up Sean and is like packing an overnight bag and he's like, um, can I hang out with you? Like, let's go. And as he's climbing out the window to escape, you see Dr. Manny has a golf club and straight up is like banging on the fucking door. Jack Torrance. Wow. Like that yeah. is straight up fucking, um, God, what's, what's that movie? Oh, The Shining. Yeah, that's The Shining. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So Jack Torrance. But those doors, he's knocking it down and Craig just left. He needs to go. So he meets up with Sean and they're hanging out by the train track kind of just chatting and Sean you know can sense maybe something's wrong but they don't really press on it at some point though a train is coming and Craig is kind of standing in front of it and you know it kind of seems like he might not move from it he might not move away but eventually he does and you know Sean is obviously like freaked out by seeing this but you know luckily everyone okay but Sean kind of like reacts and is like dude like why did you do that like are you like what's going on and Craig like leaves he runs away again his fleeing throughout this whole episode is the same he like looks and he i was like he should have done track because he was like 
Did he look good in the photos? He was spelt as fuck, man. He was running down that fucking pathway. It was good. And then he was always like sneaking out back doors and stuff, like sneaking off the porch. I was like, damn. Mm. I remember when they showed this scene on the end, like they didn't show him being in front of the train. So it was a little like for like years, I kind of didn't really know what was going on because they would Mm -hmm. just kind of like awkwardly edit it. And then you just see like the skateboard skateboard fly in the air and drop. So I just remember being like, like, why, (laughs) why are they showing us this? And then him running away. <laughs> Throws it up and it drops. Yeah. So Sean, um, oh yeah, so Sean like let I think Emma know about like what happened with Craig. So of course Emma, she charges right up to Joey is like, you have to help Craig. And Joey's like, I don't know what I can do to help. And Sean like pretty much tells him he's like, um, I'm pretty sure like his dad did him and you know, abused him. But Joey ends up like going with Sean to look for him. Um and feel bad because he has to leave Emma with Angie again. So she gets rehired and less a day to do her babysitting um anyway jo- uh, joey and sean are joey and sean are having their little searching for craig and emma's on the phone with them and said maybe you should check the cemetery where his mom is buried so that's where they find him and um you know craig is very scared and like in a bad spot and joey kind of like talks to him and like shows him like some empathy and you know says like we're gonna like take care of this and he makes them feel really safe and they end up like going home together like they share a really good moment I felt like they both acted very well in that scene and it was kind of like you know sad to see so they go home and they're like basically they're gonna deal with how they're gonna confront Dr. Manning after all this so uh goes back to school the next day and JT and Paige reconcile Paige says you know sorry about how things went down but you know I actually had a good time but you're too young for me basically and he's mad corny and is like can I at least get a kiss and pretty smooth and she even for JT it was pretty smooth but she still was like nah I'll give you the kit like the cheek Cheek, yeah she's like this is all you're getting you're just she's like we're even like yeah and I kind of like the line that she says she's like but I only date up and I'm like I think she means like she doesn't date twos and she only dates older men I'm not gonna be the hottest well we're both gonna be hot but that was a good line Paige delivers that well as usual um so now we're getting towards the end of this really resolving um the storyline with Craig and his father Joey pretty much they agree that he's gonna stay with him they talked to like I guess like CPS or something or they just they decided on doing this I don't know if they did I think they like yeah we were watching this we were wondering like what's stopping um Dr. Manning from just being extremely possessive and I think that it's like the threat that they're gonna go to children's aid that they're like you know it it can play out one of these ways and if you want we can just go to children's aid that's how bad it is or something that's true okay yeah so they show like Joey bring Craig and he's like just go in and out try to say as little as possible and Craig um, he does that Dr. Manning is trying to like you know plead with him to stay and all that but Craig you know does what he needs to do and leaves um, so at this point we know that he will be living with Joey and that's how he you know kind of comes into this core group and how everyone kind of knew each other a little bit already uh, so we'll see more of him Craig and then uh, Dr. Manning might pop up in the future who knows I, I did want to say I liked how I liked how when Dr. Manning was like pleading you know typical abusive behavior i'm not gonna do that again i love you like you're gonna you're hurting me like my heart's breaking like craig turns around and he says his little like practice line like i have a divine human right to protect me and my offspring that's from you know i've never heard that um but he says basically like these are our options i stay here and you continue to beat me i go with children's aid or i do this and like you can tell like it takes a lot of like like he's nervous and it takes a lot of his courage just to even be like i'm putting my foot down these are our options dad and i'm and i'm not gonna stay here and you continue to beat me and I was like there you go with your little memorized yeah. line stick it to him yeah no I think I feel like the acting from them in this episode was really really good still go back to the first scene in that in the episode of episode one of season two because I was like the filming looks different the cinematography so they were playing around they were testing new things mm-hmm. um so I guess we can choose the Claire of this episode to be freaking kidding me do you flick a switch and erase me from your memory <laughs> Well, excuse me for having loftier ambitions than just some pedestrian high school assignment. What are you doing here? What are you doing here?
which I think everyone already knows I wanted to be Emma. It's unanimous. Emma. She only got worse this episode, so Emma. Definitely Emma. She was so out of line in so many ways. Like, really? Um, Bitch tried to act like she wasn't eavesdropping. Literally, you can see her walking right between Joey and Craig. Just like, we need, that'll be our screenshot for this episode. Well, I mean, I know we've been stretching, like, who's the Claire to fit some definitions, but this is Claire. Like, this is exactly what Claire this does. This is Claire shit. Yeah. That's some Claire ass shit. And, like, when she reveals to Joey about uh, Angie being with Craig, like, she somehow just said worse and worse things in the span of, like, three three seconds. I'm like, this child. You're, exactly. You're a child, first things first. Secondly, she walks around think like acting like she's an adult. You're not an adult. Don't talk to adults like adults. Don't try and parent other people's children. You're not a parent. You're, you're not a, a child. Smart. You didn't get into banting, bitch. Like, like you're I annoying. Shut up. Dude, Uh-oh. Emma just she just stays on the attack. She's perpetually like on the offensive. She is offensive. I'm half surprised she didn't write an article about this. Yeah. She probably did, but even Liberty was like, um, the grapevine isn't a place to talk about. <laughs> we have standards, okay? I let you get away with the cheerleading thing. I let you write that shit about the squeegee kids or the media news or whatever. I'm sorry. Also, like, Joey letting her watch Angie while he goes to look out, like, to look for um, Craig. Like, no, you're never watching my child again. Of all people, you are not. Like, Where's Spike? Yeah. Right? Oh, she's she's out with RG? Hungover. <laughs> yeah, right? They have cell phones. We've seen them in the intro. She's, yeah, I think you're onto something more again, though, because she they were barely even at the birthday barbecue, and then you just never see them for the rest of these episodes. Yeah. Who's shacking up? He's like, it's my birthday week. Oh, yeah. That birthday sack. <laughs> Oh. He's like, I'm gonna knock you up again. Yeah, <laughs> break my back, but not not, not Archie. <laughs> not Archie <laughs> this ginger minge. I was saying like Archie can't. He can't do any of that. No. Bless him. Oh gosh, no. But she was enjoying it. Maybe she was showing him a thing or two. I can believe that. Listen, she's probably not had sex in so long because she has to deal with Emma's ass. That she's like, listen, I'll take what I can get, but I want it all the time. I need, I need something. I need an outlet. Her sex drive is like through the roof. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Archie's like, I have school in the morning. <laughs> He's like, lay there. I have aggression to pump out. <laughs> One more round, damn it. <laughs> Whose is it, Archie? Whose is it? Be quiet. Him, Emma can hear you. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm going to have hey, Emma's too busy listening to the sound of her own voice. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say she's too busy listening to Orcas or Enya. <laughs> oh, Mama Ono, for sure. Uh-huh. Drowns out anything on it. <laughs> Turtle song? <laughs> she's using echolocation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I was like, I hear it. The turtle's talking to me. The turtle talk. I'm a god. I talk- okay, Eliza Thornberry in here. <laughs> oh god. Of course it is. Well, once again, we start season two with Emma being the Claire. I believe that happened in season one. So we'll see how what ends up happening in the coming episodes. I hope you guys all join us. Um, so thank you again for listening to us. And you know, if you want, you can always donate to the show. Buy us some white claws or some buffalo wings. We need to the- cash out. Four out of five of us will eat them. Four out of five of us for the four out of five of us who deserve it. Just kidding, Nina. We did miss you today and hope you're feeling better. And while you're at it, um, always feel free to reach out to us to let us know what Degrassi character you're relating to recently. And does anyone want to plug in our socials? I'll do it. Um, all right. So you can email us at lastshiftatthedot at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at lastshiftpod. You can find us on Twitter at lastshiftpod. You can find us online at our website, which is lastshiftatthedot.com or lsatd.com. Um, and please feel free to leave any kind of reviews on any of our platforms yeah thank you again for listening and from us at the dot to you out in degrassi land aka toronto we know you can make it through bye bye, bye. Woo. i know i feel like we need like a yay at the end <laughs>